Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. We are live from Wingstop at 28th and Superior. Come on down and try out their chicken wings and uh, plenty, plenty to get here. We still got the guys from the captain staring at me, looking me down for some reason. Kind of creeping me out. But call the takeover. And yeah. they want to do the takeover. That's fine. You guys can take over. No, we just, That's fine. Know, just we out of here. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> oh, he's, leave, he's just leaving? Wow. Yeah, yeah he would. Just wanted to, he would. They want to make a, a brief appearance Yeah, because now he's, water Because now he's the third best athlete <laughs> I threw that out there I don't think you like that <laughs> but he is the only three-time champ so he's always that is that true that forth. is true yeah so there is there's always that <laughs> yeah and uh hey, Joe hey, got hey, the Rico Martinez hey at least my guy got a win <laughs> you're gonna stick by Adrian this whole season you think yeah yeah I that's my too. that's Adrian. my guy yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't claim him as one of your guys. You have sixteen guys or something like that. By I do, now. and he's one of them. Um, That's my yeah, guy. He was, it was. Has he always been one of them, or always, always since he always has been? Yeah. Well, fair enough. I was and stuck he, he's behind doing, him through thick and thin. He's doing well. Yeah, he's the, the player of the, of the week basically this past week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He got a, like the Davy O'Brien quarterback of the week, which okay. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have given it. him that. I would have given it to a different. I would have probably given it to the Kansas quarterback. He had better. He had better stats. I mean, yeah, they played a worse team than Duke and Oklahoma, you but you know, still, yeah, they're four and got the biggest biggest win. Yeah, probably. Um, so I mean, I can like that. that. That little Kansas Kansas State rivalry. I mean, that that's rarely a game people pay too much attention to. But we might be paying attention to that by the end of the season rivalry right? weekend. I believe. I hope Kansas is undefeated because that would make <laughs> it so, so much better. And Kansas State only has the one loss to Tulane or Tulsa, whoever they lost to. They do, and Kansas doesn't have a loss, and they're still not in the top 25. Yeah, very weird. Very weird. I, strange, they're, yeah. they're trying to do the whole strength of schedule, and they haven't beaten anybody, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, they beat the people in front of them. And Houston, also, West Virginia, and Duke, that's, and, that's and, three power five yeah, teams. And also, it's Kansas. So... Yeah. <laughs> just for fun, we should put Kansas in the top 25 yeah, just, just put so them we at, could say we did it. Yeah, just put them at 25. Like, there, Apparently yeah. there's there are six undefeated Power 5 teams. Maybe maybe not. I believe that there's – I think there's still six undefeated Power 5 teams. And I think Kansas is the only one that's not ranked. Unless Syracuse yeah. is also not ranked because I think they're yeah, still undefeated as well. I don't think, I don't think well. Syracuse is either. Um, for what it's worth, Kansas does have Iowa State – this upcoming weekend. So it's another one of those uh, Husker head coach <laughs> potential battles. Who there. wants to be the next Husker coach bowl? Yeah. And Kansas, Kansas state. That isn't, that's not until rivalry weekend. So, um, or maybe that, that would be November 26th. I, I can't remember. Cause the big 12 sometimes goes over past rivalry weekend, but I believe that would be uh, right there in rivalry weekend. Cause you know, that's the, the black Friday type of game. So, mm-hmm. or that Saturday. So uh, that'll be an interesting game. I might, I might head down to, heading back down. Yeah. Go back to Kansas for another game, but this one would be at Kansas state. So uh, we'll pay attention to that as it comes down the line. Yeah. Uh, that some is other the news- last, that is the last game for Kansas State and for Kansas. So, yeah, rivalry. Yeah. 
Oh, man, that'd be awesome if that game's big. That's like, remember in 2000, was it 2007 when Kansas and Missouri, I think we're both undefeated. Yeah. Oh. Um, or at least playing for the, like, the number two spot in the nation. And, and Kansas, that was awesome. Kansas has a tough stretch after, uh, so two weeks from, so they have Iowa State, then TCU, and then they have a three-week stretch. Uh, well, they have a, they might have a bye week mixed in there, but they have a three-week stretch where they go to Oklahoma, go to Baylor, and then host Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's about as tough as it gets in the Big 12 right there. <laughs> number 18, number 16, number 9. Well, <laughs> to be the best, you got to beat the best, Kansas. It's it's not all just uh, fun and games. And then they go way. to Texas Tech because everything goes through Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that when I was down there, they had a uh, one of the one of the sorority groups or whatever had a sign, we want Bama out in front. So they're ready. They're, they're, they're embracing well, I this think role. Well, I think uh, if, if the regular season ended today or yesterday or last week or whatever, uh, Alabama and Kansas would be playing in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you'd figure it out today because there's too many undefeated teams. Yeah, I don't know, but that was that was the projections. Right now, projections yeah. say Alabama, Kansas, Sugar Bowl, and you know what? Yes. Yeah, I'd watch. Sign me up. I'd be interested. That, I mean, I'm telling you, Jalen Daniels, heck of a quarterback. We'll see how he uh, kind of progresses throughout his career there, leading the team in rushing and passing. So mm-hmm. uh, he's he's quite the spark plug. I did want to talk about this, too, before we get to, to too much more. Bill Hancock uh, talked about the college football playoff first-round scheduling. Of course, that might not happen for a few more years, but it's, it's kind of interesting just to kind of think about it. He, would see, he said, I would be very surprised if all four games in the first round would be on a Saturday. You'd like to have each game on its own window. So would you? I mean, just kind of thinking about it, projecting in the future, would you like just this big Saturday of playoff games? I think that would be sweet. But he's also talking about maybe some Thursday night action, some Friday night action, How maybe many then games? two games on Saturday. How many games would it be? There would be four first-round games. Four first-round games. I mean, you could do two Friday, two Saturday. Friday, Yeah, Friday football is kind of weird unless it's – I feel like that's – I don't know if I want two Friday games. Even the Pac-12 championship, when they play on Friday, it's like – it's got its own window, but yeah. I eh. well, would you rather because four games, one of the game, two of the games are going to have to overlap because you could have right. your Go ahead eleven a.m. kickoff, your two thirty kickoff, and your six o'clock kickoff. Unless you got one going at like nine thirty, somewhere on the somewhere on the west coast or whatever. But yeah, like you could have three games that day, but then there's going to be one kind of on its own somewhere. So I would have two and two. You just have to figure out that second day, and you're not going to do it on Sunday. Yeah, and then you got to think about like the competitive advantage of playing on Thursday. And then you play the you know then the next team plays on Saturday. And then you play them down the line. Yeah, I just I, I I would I would maybe split it up to a th- uh, I'd probably still do three on Saturday. I'd try to three get on at least one I'd on really Friday? try to get the momentum on that Saturday. Maybe one on Thursday. Thursday, <laughs> yeah, Friday that's, that's probably. Weird yeah. man. Yeah, I don't think you can you can have uh, too much of a gap there. So you'd probably no. have to do Friday. I don't I don't mind doing it all Saturday either. I mean. Let's I mean, be honest. Could. Not all these games are going to be down to the wire. <laughs> no. Great games most years. So I just like an action-packed Saturday of college football playoffs. I, you know I'm not the biggest supporter of it, but if we're going to do it, let's do just pick. throw it all in one day. Why not uh, figure it out with ESPN or whoever's going to broadcast it and have like a, like a dual, dual box, two boxes of games going on, middle of the day. So you have your first game at 11, and then 2.30, you have two games going on at the same time, and then you have one game at 6. Yeah, or, or you could do, you know, this, you could still break it up like 11.30, 2.30, 6, and 7.30. You'd have some overlapping, but yeah. as far as, yeah, it I, could work. I wouldn't mind that. 
Uh, how about this, too? Coming up this weekend, uh, obviously one of the biggest games is North Carolina State at Clemson, the only top 10 matchup. Uh, number 10, North Carolina State against number 5, Clemson. I believe uh, College Game Day is even in, uh, in, at Clemson for this They one. are because they're very boring and they only go to the same, like, seven spots. Well, that's because the same seven teams win all the time. Um, but Why don't you go to uh, Kansas State and Texas Tech? Texas Tech just upset Texas. Why don't you go to Kansas State and Texas Tech? Go to Manhattan. Why don't you go? Who's Kansas sounds playing? Sounds like it's on like FSN or Who's something. Kansas is playing Iowa State. Why don't you go? To, why don't you go to Lawrence? You missed out last week because you're dumb. Game yeah. day. So why don't you go? To, why don't you go to Lawrence this week and watch it play Iowa State? What are you doing? Come on. I like how college game day gets like all the crap, and then like for uh, for Fox at Big Noon, it's like they just go to Michigan, Maryland. We're like, yeah, I guess that's just contractually. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> go ahead. And why this don't weekend, they go to, it's Iowa, Michigan. But why don't they go down to uh, where's Ole Miss at? Oxford. Oxford. Go to Oxford. It's Ole Miss, Kentucky, seven fourteen yeah. matchup. Yeah, but you're not, you're you're not talking about I, they they literally are at the only top ten matchup. You're you're finding it some other I don't you know, no, it's, you games go to the that will same be of interest. Yeah. How many times have they gone to Clemson in the last five years? I understand that they're a perennial top five team, but come on, you want to showcase college football? Showcase college football. Stop going to the same ten places. Well, I think this is maybe more. You went to baby, Appalachian though, State and it was awesome. Yeah. Maybe it's more of the weight team here. North Carolina State doesn't often get involved in college game days. So I, well, be better and host better teams at home. All right? <laughs> then we can go to, what, Raleigh? Is that where they're at? I don't know where they're at. I think so. Uh, but in any case, uh, the, the interesting thing here with that game is they also have uh, alternative broadcasts with Pat McAfee. So it's basically the, the, the Manning ideas. And, of course, Pat McAfee has one of the top uh, podcasts in the world. Would you, or are you going to be interested in watching that? Do you like? Do you think it's specifically the Mannings that you like in the, in the spare broadcast? Or do you think yes. other personalities can, can, can do it? For no, it's the, it's the Mannings. I mean, there, the there could be other personalities that can do it, but... That Pat, I don't know if Pat McAfee is really the guy. Like I said, I like Pat. His shtick kind of gets annoying at times, um, but I, I do enjoy him from time to time. A little bit, you know. It seems as if they're trying to force Pat McAfee on us, and I don't, I don't really enjoy <laughs> that. Uh, but the Manning cast is great because they, you know, they bring in different guests, and their knowledge of the game is fantastic. And I'm not saying yeah. that Pat McAfee doesn't have knowledge of the game. I mean, he played the game at a, at a high level. He's one of the best punters in the game when he decided to one retire. One of the best tackling punters. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he just decided to retire just out of the blue. Uh, but, no, I mean, maybe it could work with him, but the Manning cast is, is because it's the Mannings. Yeah, and I, I feel like maybe there's just it, – maybe it has to be a special scenario, a special game. Clemson, North Carolina State, Pat McAfee doesn't really have any connection there. It's – no. You know, it, it, it does feel a bit awkward. And, and I feel like Pat McAfee used to be kind of forced. Several years ago, it was like he was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now he's just everywhere still, but maybe I just got used to it. I've never figured out what his shtick really is. <laughs> he's just I, I, really, people love him, but he's just kind he's, of funny, I guess. He, yeah, he's just really loud, and he tries to make everything a joke. And sometimes he's extremely obnoxious, and... He just says words weird from time to time, and he's best friends with Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's, that's kind of his thing. That's his shtick. That's his shtick. He's best <laughs> friends with Aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, well, whatever the case may be, I mean, he's making it work out great. I mean, he's got one of the top podcasts in the world. He, uh, he's got the WWE job on the side. He's yeah. jumped around from college game day. Now he's got this, uh, this, this different alternative broadcast. So we'll see if that works out for college football. Like you said, I'm not expecting necessarily the best results, but he does have a huge following. That so, is true. you know, maybe his following will follow him over there and just watch the game, even if they're not interested in the game. So that's kind of an inter- interesting note. You also mentioned Texas Tech. Texas Tech was fined 50000 thousand dollars by the big 12 for field storming after beating texas which i think is just silly these days and, and texas tech fans thought it was too uh fans asked if they could help pay for it now a lubbock based uh city bank has announced it will cover the entire fine so let those guys party <laughs> if you're in college and your team gets a big win storm the field and don't think about it hurting your team yeah. embrace it have the, fun the sec finds teams which i think is dumb but they do it mostly because they try to and it's it's funny because they're like we're gonna find the school so don't storm the field and it's like okay the students don't care if you find the school because it's not coming out of their it's not coming out of their their bank accounts or anything so they don't care they're gonna do it regardless they're like oh the school will take extra but no the school doesn't care either because you're not finding them all that much so it's fine uh but I think they're doing it mostly for protection of the players because if you watch, there's there's multiple videos on the, the Lubbock field storming where students were, like, shoving Texas players out of the way or, like, shoving Texas players. Oh, or, yeah. I mean, there was the one where the guy kind of got in the, the uh, face of the Texas mascot. Not real-life Bevo, but uh, the fake mascot and the cheerleaders. I did. That was and did, like, the horns down. And that was yeah. great. That was fantastic. That, was awesome. yeah. that didn't yeah, hurt anybody, that. but there have been some where they're running through and, like, pushing Texas players out of the way, which – could result, you know, emotions running high after a loss and, and drunk fans or, you know, obnoxious <laughs> fans. You know, bad things could happen. Do you remember the, the Frank Solager? Did you, did you ever see that video? I mean, you might be a little young for this, but a Nebraska player, Kellen Houston, uh, absolutely decked a Missouri fan who was storming the field. Oh, no. Um, had to be addressed. You should look that up if you haven't seen it. You it uh, Nebraska it's, player it's punches Missouri punch. fan, probably? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You'll find it pretty quickly. I'll look, I'll look that up. <laughs> so I can understand the motions are running high. But at the same time, like, if you're – even if you're Texas Tech, okay, you, you need some national attention. You get the big win. If your fans don't storm, that's not that great of a look. It, it's kind of like, yeah, they don't really care about football. Yeah, they're just, if, they if were you, just there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I understand. I get the safety of it all, but sometimes we forget that we're talking about games and celebrations and fun. Uh, and, and I know it's a, it's a, it's a you know, billion-dollar business at this point, but still, um, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm happy that that, uh, that bank stepped up and is going to pay that charge uh, forward. Uh, Rico, of course, the big news in Nebraska land is that old-school Herbie is coming back. We've talked for a long time about different ways to get this Nebraska program back on track. We've considered uh, absolutely just uh, giving up uh, uh, Little Red, basically sacrificing Little no, Red. Not basically. We will sacrifice Little Red. Yeah. <laughs> you have a very specific uh, calling for Frank Solage to do Frank it with Solich, a rusty knife. 50 right? yard line, rusty knife. The rusty knife has to be from like some time. It has to be a knife that that Solich has had for years. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow he finds it buried in his backyard and he digs it up. And yeah, that's what he needs to use to sacrifice Little Red. And then you'll see spirits come out of Little Red and fly into the sky. And there will be a uh, the clouds will turn black and there will be a vortex of some sort. A light will shine down into the middle of Memorial Stadium. There will be a giant (laughs) explosion of sorts. Nothing will be damaged. A giant explosion of sorts. And there will be just a calming breeze through the oh. city of Lincoln. And then everybody oh. will just feel 10 pounds lighter. 
That's right. There will be a fullback automatically just a pulling. You know, just somebody. On the a sideline. fullback will be born into the roster, <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of the in the middle of the locker room, just through the, the walk on the, the program. Have, gain. It'll just just be born. Just some dude that's yeah. 6'1", 280 pounds. <laughs> I like the idea. I also like the idea of just if we're gonna get little lot of little red, you know, just do the do the whole. And we got rid of the balloons. I just like I know it's a helium shortage, but just fill little red with helium. It's our last amount of helium we'll use, and just send him off. And wherever he lands, you know, I don't think that you the, have, the birds or whatever will chew on him. Or, and then you, you know, have he's too big. Casey Thompson put a needle into the the front of a football, and he throws it at Little Red and pops him above the stadium. <laughs> and again, the vortex, <laughs> the spirits, all of that. It'll yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, besides that, I mean, those are ideas that obviously would work a little bit better. But the, down at the athletic department, they decided to bring back old Herbie. And, and Trev said this on his radio broadcast uh, last night, complete with overalls and corn. Uh, do you like this move? It, it seems like corn is a little bit more cool than it was when they switched Herbie, and when they, you know when they did it in the mid two thousands. Like, yeah, the, the Brit, take away the corn huskers. Yeah, are we putting the, the corn back on the huskers? Well, I think we're putting corn back on the huskers with the embracing overalls, Herbie. Put the husk back on the corn. Let's do it. <laughs> Go the opposite I'm way. I'm interested to see. Is he going to be blonde again? Blonde hair, blue eyed Herbie with his overalls. <laughs> One of the sides is unbuttoned. He's carrying a football. That, that's the real that Herbie. That's doing? the winning Herbie. But it, there's no no hand sign. He's holding an ear of corn. Yeah, yeah. He can't do the hand sign anymore. No, no hand signs. <laughs> Bad hand signs. We don't want him flashing gang signs. We don't know what he's. You don't know what those things will mean in the future. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's interesting to see what that happens. Uh, Steve Peterson, uh, originally the athletic director that switched Herbie. So mm. I think this is long overdue. Of course. Yeah, yeah. This is this is part of the curse in and of its own. Uh, so I, I think that'll be some fun and, and something a lot of fans have been wanting. I don't know if that necessarily brings Nebraska back to prominence, but it might help. Mm, yeah. I don't think it will. <laughs> I don't think it will. I think this. But it'll is, make it, it'll it'll something. at least uh, a nice facelift there. This is uh, just are, more logos that you can put on on clothing and and <laughs> oh yeah, and they're all just trying deals. to sell more. Yeah, stuff you're just trying to get more money and sell more things. I see what you I see what you're doing. I get it. The other. The other big news from his radio appearance, Trev Alberts, was that this uh, this upcoming game is sold out. And I, I know Rico doesn't care about the sellout Hooray. as much, um, but I think it's huge. It's 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 the only thing Nebraska really has left, and it it, it shows the power of the Nebraska fan base. Um, the week by week basis thing again. I you know you've got two away games after this game, so I I, I mean they had to get through this. Um, obviously, I think that the sellout streak will be dictated by the results on the field in the next three weeks if people are going to be interested enough to show back up uh, for Illinois, I think, which will be the, the end of October. So a uh, long ways uh, till the next sellout, and we can kind of think about it and stew on that for the next couple of, of weeks. But uh, for now, it is preserved, and, uh, and, at least, and a big part of the fan base can breathe a, uh, you know, a sigh of relief. Good for them. Good yes. for them. It's, it's not that I, I don't care I'm about the sellout streak. I just – if it did go away, I don't think it would. I don't think it would be that big of a deal. I yeah. I enjoy it and I hope it continues. But if it didn't, okay. We don't just add a number up there every game. I mean, that's part of the tradition since the '60s, Rico. The '60s. This is, this is across generations. This is before I was even thought of. That's right. Might be before your parents were thought of. Maybe I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. You don't know your parents' birthday? I do. I don't know the year. I know how. I know. Well, do I know how old they are? I think I do. It gets tricky. I'm actually not sure. I know when their birthdays are, so there's that. You just don't know the birth years? No. Why would I know their birth year? 
<laughs> I, barely curious, rem- I, I barely remember my know? kids' birth years. <laughs> <laughs> remember my parents? <laughs> it's a lot of stuff to remember. Exactly. Uh, Too maybe, many numbers. I'm terrible maybe you can with write numbers. it down some point. <laughs> this is the Ticket Water Coiler. We're live from Wingstop at 28th and Sapir. Uh, come try their, their chicken wings. They've got 12 flavors here Atomic Mild, Mango Habanero, Hickory Smoked, Barbecue Cajun, Lemon Pepper is my favorite. You can eat Original Hot, Spicy Korean, uh, Garlic Parmesan, Hawaiian, Louisiana Rub, and Hot Honey. So that, a lot of, lot of choices there. Um, and it's just a great. Great time out here at Wingstop. We do this every Wednesday. This week we're at 28th and Superior. By the way, you can order online at wingstop.com or yours DoorDash and Uber Eats to have our food, your, for, your food, excuse me, delivered. Don't you take uh, my food. We, <laughs> your, our food. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we, we, uh, we kind of broke down Indiana's football team, so we'll talk about that throughout the week. But what I like to do every week is look at, break down the opposing team's alumni. And Indiana actually has a pretty interesting list. Really? So we'll break down Indiana's alumni, the people that will be cheering against the Huskers this weekend. you got to know these famous guys. Monsters. And we'll figure that out coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, live from Wingstop at 28th and Superior. This is 93.7 The Ticket.